Come join the fun. It's Sexy Deviant Uncensored. Ah, welcome back. We are Sexy Deviant Uncensored. Uh, we are your host. I am JR. I'm with me, the Deviant Whisperer. We have Mr. X. Uh, we are a show exploring the kinks and fetishes of today and tomorrow for you to get your rocks off. So uh, follow us on our social media, SXYDVT. And if you want to join us, uh, join the show or email us and share some personal stories or tips about, uh, you know, your kinks and fetishes. Uh, do that at show at SXYDVT.com. Uh, so we have a lot of stuff going on today. We have an action-packed show. Uh, today we will talk about people who are into kinks, kinky sex, are more likely to do illicit drugs. Um, we have 500 couples to time how long sex lasts, and this was the average, and the stats you will hear from that are surprising. Um, we also have another story. My medical condition is my girlfriend's fetish. We are interviewing a woman who was in a, a lesbian relationship most of her adult life, and now she dates uh, this on, uh, only this kind of guy. Uh, stay tuned and find out about that. And uh, Mr. X will have his sex tip of the week. Also, we have a fellow deviant in cyberspace that needs advice. And to round it out, we will have sexy song of the week. So it's going to be a good show today. Very good show today. Very good show. A jam-packed show. And I'm excited about it. Oh, yeah, for sure. So um, I was kind of interested uh, with this first story. Uh, just because I, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, for me, uh, I, I, I smoke weed. Um, but obviously like in the harder drugs, whenever you go to like festivals or parties or whatever, uh, they say that people who are into kinky sex are more likely to do illicit drugs. So researchers in the UK proved, or, you know, they asked about a thousand attendees of a music festival about their drug use and sex habits. All this, uh, data remained anonymous. Uh, they acquired in the process revealed a strong correlation and or connection between substance abuse, certain sexual practices, including casual sex with a friend and anal sex. And uh, these behaviors also included BDSM and sex with strangers. Oh, nice. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, so what they're saying is the normalization of drugs and the liberation of consensual sex practices can be. Uh, can be related since both illicit, illicit drug use and some se sex practices are being viewed now more as leisure activities, just like regular activities that, you know, we, we go on about our daily lives. Yeah. We're getting off and getting high. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the, the, yeah that's the easiest way to say it. <laughs> so, uh, so have in, in, in your deviancy, Mr. X, have you, um, have you have you been to like kind of like swingers clubs or like um like those kind of like uh sex clubs before oh yeah i've been to swingers swingers clubs or they call them lifestyle clubs i've been to those mm -hmm. i've been to sex parties okay you know, you do know. you see that um in those lifestyle parties the uh is there like a lot of illicit drug use somewhat not not too much or uh, you, you see a lot of weed and smoke yeah but the other drugs People typically do that in private because, you know, yeah. it's still one of those things. I don't want you to know that I'm popping pills or doing a line of coke. Yeah. Particularly like at, at the club, at the lifestyle clubs. Yeah, but absolutely. In, in the private world, like at house parties, you know, you mm -hmm. can see, you know, a little coke here and there. You know, some people are into crystal meth or what they mm -hmm. call Tina or like the party. 
Yeah, or I also heard it. I also heard it's called ice or something like that. Ice, yes, ice yeah. cream, ice. Yeah, yeah and, and that's one of those drugs that when people do it, it's like mm. the the sex seems just kinkier, and they can't they can't get enough of the sex because it, it makes them so high, and it does something to their brain and their yeah. acid or something like that that they are just so so, so like uh, like I remember. Um, my friends back in the day it's like if they snort too much cocaine they get that like that coke d you know like it's just like mm -hmm. sometimes it doesn't get hard like it's like whatever so you don't think that over time or not really necessarily over time but when these people are taking these illicit drugs that they feel horny but they cannot get hard or they can't get they can't get wet or anything like that is that is that an issue or no yeah when it comes to coke i have a friend female friend who actually was seeing a gentleman who like to you know like this coke and yeah. she said that over time you know he would do so much that there are times where he couldn't get hard but then there yeah. are other times he's like the energizer bunny just keeps going uh, and going yeah. and going because it's like adderall you know uh, the adderall effect so gotcha. i think it just all depends on the person and that's i would say that's the same when it comes to alcohol you know mm -hmm. there's times where you can get whiskey dick you drink too much when it's oh yeah, yeah. Down and oh yeah i i know i know all too well about the whiskey d depressing so uh so co-author and university of liverpool professor fiona Misham uh added that survey respondents were surprisingly open and sharing highly personal details of their life once they were assured they're, that they're anonymous so the reason why that's important is because after they're like hey look you, you know everything's gonna be anonymous they're more open to tell you what their illicit drug use is mm -hmm. and what kind of things they like to do sexually when they're on these kind of drugs so they should have um did a video interview <laughs> yeah <right. laughs> after, after, after they did the drug <laughs> yeah right yeah what goes down after the high <laughs> yeah after the high yeah like how do you feel right now what do you want to do right now yeah like, so why am i here <laughs> yeah right <laughs> so it takes a uh, degree of tact to um to approach strangers and ask them whether they have had anal sex with someone other than their partner or for money um, so some readers might be surprised that people would disclose something so personal, but as long as they believe that it's genuinely anonymous, uh, they're quite candid when they ask. So honestly, if, if you go to like these festivals or something like that, and you're like, Hey, look, I'm doing a survey, personal survey. Um, I got a question. Do you, do you have anal sex? And if they're on drugs or listen, they'll get, and you'll be like, Hey, this is going to be anonymous. Nobody's going to know. They'll tell you, they'll let you know. Yeah, they may say, hey, you want to go in the back and, and, and try it out? I'm pretty good at it. Yeah, I'm pretty good. See, my thing was, I was never really into anal sex. I, I mean, I don't know what the big deal is. A lot of guys love it. it. It was just never for me. I guess they like it because of the tightness. Tightness, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, they're, uh, so this research in this uh, survey just shows that how much attitudes are changing about uh, not only drug use, but having sex, having kinky sex, so... I say get as high as you want and have as much kinky sex as you like. As yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Uh so uh to another research study. So um they did a research and they got five hundred couples to time how long sex lasts, and this was the average. So um so they're like I said, conducting some research, measuring an average time from ejaculation uh from penetration to ejaculation they're just going straight forward with this uh, with this research they're not talking about foreplay they're not talking about kissing and all that right when it's penetrated into the time of ejaculation this is how long sex lasted so they 
tested 500 couples and from around the world timing themselves having sex over a four-week period using a stopwatch okay so um and like i said start at pno penetration and stop at ejaculation um so what did the researchers find what did you what do you think the researchers found i'm gonna say anywhere from seven to nine minutes seven to nine minutes okay uh the striking result that there is a huge amount of variation so there is one extreme to another that you know they could be seconds to minutes long minutes so the average time for each couple that has averaged across all the times that they had sex ranged from 33 seconds to 44 minutes oh wow 33 seconds yep 33 seconds to 44 minutes yep um so there is not really not one normal amount of time to have sex but across all the couples the median average was 5.4 minutes okay okay and that's just for penetration yes yep penetration to ejaculation so this means that if you line up the 500 couples from shortest sex to longest sex uh the middle couple goes for an average of about 5.4 minutes each time they do it so okay but i I think something's wrong with this study i think they should have actually time foreplay and the reason they they, should yeah Yeah, i think they should have included that because you know depending on the couple or whatnot sometimes there are couples who are heavy into foreplay so that when they get to the you know they will let's say get you you know get it to the land of euphoria so about time you get to penetration it's over with and the foreplay could have lasted much longer versus some Mm -hmm. couples who just you know no foreplay just you know you know Mm -hmm. straight penetration it could last a little longer because Mm -hmm. you know the time so i think the whole act should have been time the whole okay gotcha all right um so the now now we're breaking the this uh this uh survey or research they they actually kind of break it down into more more details um so unless they came from turkey um in case their sex tended to be significantly shorter so men from turkey or couples from turkey whenever they had sex their sex was only 3.7 minutes average Hmm. then couples from other countries like netherlands spain the united kingdom and the united states um they also found that older the couple the shorter the sex so okay. if they're older yeah they're you know it's gonna be but the thing is though uh for so many years like old guys be like oh i last so long in bed uh, you know what i mean but that's that's not true if you're older it's probably gonna be shorter oh that's yeah because you know older people they're like okay let's get it on let's get it in we're done because march you need to go in there and cook that roast and potatoes for dinner <laughs> <laughs> yeah right, <laughs> right. <laughs> he needs to go cut the grass so it's, yeah, it, right. it, it is a chore <laughs> yeah right <laughs> uh, so um so this suggests that repeated thrusting uh, uh well i mean they say that now over time sex is going to start lasting longer for men in terms of thrusting the reason being also is because our um men, like a lot of men not all men but a lot of men's uh desire to look at porn looking at porn before they have sex uh you know ejaculating coming before they're having sex with uh you know their significant other whomever mm-hmm. uh that's why uh also they're starting to see that men are starting to have sex a little longer if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I can see that rub one out before yep. the actual act. Yeah, that, that would that would make it last when, longer. When I when I was younger, like I was like 18 years old, I had my like my girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would have to do. Cause I like that was like when I was first introduced to sex, you know? Mm-hmm. 
like yeah. I didn't want to like have sex with her and then like in like one minute just like finish. Well, so, yeah. so that that's that's what I had to do. I had to do like a little first round, you mm -hmm. know, pop off before I see her. So. Oh yeah, but you know, time shouldn't matter. Yeah, listen, if you can get it in and, and everybody's happy within three, four, five, however long, however many minutes it takes, mm -hmm. it shouldn't matter time wise. Yeah, exactly. So. Okay. Um, and so, then I have one more question too about this study. Mm -hmm, yeah. Did they okay? Did they give them like perimeters when it comes to different positions that they could try? Because you know there are times you know everybody has that position that they like that just gets yeah. them there and off. So yeah. Well, there are times that you know. Uh, it really didn't. Couples. Yeah, yeah. It really didn't say that. Um, you know what position was what? Like they they're just like hey like if if you're penetrating doggy style or missionary like that just start timing it you know until you ejaculate so. Um, but, but yeah, it didn't really say any specifics on positions or, or, or anything of that nature. Uh, my thing was though, 33 seconds, 44 minutes, 44 minutes is still a long time. Think it's about too that. too damn long. Yeah. That is way too long. Oh, I got shit to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't get it. I got, <laughs> I got things to do today. Right. Exactly. And then, and then too, you know, I think it's the conception that women, a lot of women like long sex. And yeah. I don't. They they just want to get off. Yeah, a lot of women, I, and that's what I've learned over time too. Women like if if it takes them five minutes to get off or fifteen, whatever. As long as they get off, they don't care. Yeah. They don't care how long it lasts. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so coming up, uh, we're going to have a special guest on the show. Um, so we will be interviewing a woman who was in a lesbian relationship most of her adult life, and now she dates only this kind of guy. Stay tuned and find out. We are Sexy Deviant Uncensored. It's Sexy Deviant Uncensored. Come explore your kinks and fetishes with a Sexy Deviant crew. Listener discretion advised. Welcome back. We are Sexy Deviant Uncensored. We are your host, JR. And with me, the Deviant Whisperer, Mr. X. Uh, we are a show exploring the kinks and fetishes of today and tomorrow for you to get your rocks off. So uh, follow us on all social media, SXYDVT, Sexy Deviant. And if you want to join the show or email us or share personal stories, email us at show at SXYDVT.com. Um, so, Mr. X, we have a special guest today. Um, so, you know, there are many ways to express your sexual orientation in, in different ways, whether you're straight, gay, lesbian, bisexual. Um, so today we have Sasha and Sasha has been in a lesbian relationship in in most of her adult life, I want to say, what, 10 plus years? Oh, uh, yeah, I would say 10 years exclusively just with women. Okay, um, but something, you know, ticked in her brain and now she dates men now. And do you have a specific kind of guy that you date now? A dark skin, I prefer. Dark skin, okay. Black men, dark, darker skin men, Black, okay. Middle Eastern. Mm -hmm. Not oh. so much Spanish, even though they're good looking, but they're controlling. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> 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 so you uh, have a little melanin in, in your men. Uh, I like to be the controlling one. I'm the control freak. <laughs> mm. uh, so um, after so many years, uh, you said it was a 10 plus, 10 plus years, you're in a strictly lesbian relationship. Is that correct? No, 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 no. Um, seven years, I was strictly in a lesbian relationship. Mm -hmm. uh, 
woman. The first woman I was with was experimental. I experimented uh, with her. Okay. Um, so when, when, when you first started getting into the lesbian relationships, were you straight or did you, or were you off rip lesbian? No, it, it was just odd. I, I found out this lesbian girl liked me. She said she was bisexual, but I'm positive she was more lesbian. When I found out she liked me, she came over. Um, there's a funny story. I used to go to a diner to eat every evening after the gym. Mm -hmm. And the girl worked there. She was a hostess. And mm -hmm. we'll, we'll call her Ginger. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. right? so, so Ginger worked at this diner, and I used to go there every day after the gym. And I used to bring my computer there because I used to do consulting. And one day she approached me and she said she was going to real estate school mm -hmm. and she wanted me to help her with Microsoft Word. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I had an in-ground pool. So I told her, bring your bathing suit over. We'll hang out by the pool and, you know, I'll help you out with Microsoft Word. Mm, yeah. So over and we're chatting and I'm trying to show her how to use Microsoft Word, but she just keeps on going on the conversation. And kept talking about her girlfriend, her girlfriend, her girlfriend. But I never mm. caught on because I was so naive at that point. Mm -hmm. So we swam, you know, we hung out, we smoked. She left. Mm -hmm. I went to the diner like I usually did. And the owner's son approached me and told me, be very careful with Ginger. She has a crush on you. I was uh -oh. like, He's like yeah. He's a cock block. Yeah, yeah right. Just, yeah, just ruining it for everybody. So I, that really intrigued me. I was like, oh, really? Mm. So I approached her and asked her to come over again. Mm -hmm. So she comes over. I don't know exactly how it started. We just started chatting and I asked her, do you want to learn the computer or do you want to learn me? Yeah. She was like, you, she's like, you want to learn word or you want this PowerPoint? <laughs> or you want to taste this pie? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> My pie is better than what's served at the diner. <laughs> yeah. Right. You want to excel on this vagina. I didn't have a lot of corny stuff back then. That oh, okay. Election afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so that's so that's how it popped off. So um so was it right then and there y'all just kind of started hooking up and? Oh no! It was, so basically, I asked her, "Do you want to learn word? Do you want to learn me?" And she started laughing. And then she said, I "Told you." I was like, "Joey told me whatever." Make mm -hmm. a long story short. I said to her, well, I always wanted to try. You want to try it now? She's like, are you serious? I was like, yeah. So we went upstairs to my bedroom. No, oh, you bowed it. And we pretty much pulled around, but I didn't do anything to her. Or she was, she was doing she, she was doing stuff, everything to you. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I had like first, I would say it was the second time someone had made me orgasm orally. Ah, wow. So what yeah. is so this? <laughs> so, so was it at that moment knowing that she made you orgasm orally that you're like, you know what, I'm probably going to stick with women. Cause usually guys, whenever we give oral or do it, like we don't take our time. We're not, you know, we're not gifted in, and not all men. I, I don't want to paint it in a broad brush, but um, most men, I, I feel like they usually don't know how to satisfy a woman orally in, in terms of foreplay. Yeah. I think women do it better most, anyway. Mm -hmm. most, it's not even that I don't think most men don't. I think most men are lazy. Ah, gotcha. Is and is that what attracted you to to women a little bit more? The more enthusiasm, the the more they tried in terms of their your sexual needs. No, not at all. Um, I I just I think I was always attracted to women. I just didn't know. 
Mm-hmm. So like I was you- always different. I was always different than my girlfriends. Like I always complimented other women. I was never the catty kind of girl. You know, some women are so catty. Oh, look at her. I'll, I'll be like, oh, look at her. She's so pretty. Oh, I like her shoes. I don't like that. Um, I never had a jealousy towards women like other women do, especially like in your teens and 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always think I had it in me. I think I just needed that one person to push it out of me. Or that I was scary enough. I was also smoking pot, so I was stoned. So that actually probably loosened me up at that point. Confidence booster. You know, so it was a little boost, that little dare that I Mm. had. So did you lose your virginity to a a man? Yes, I did. I was 14 when I lost my virginity, which I didn't want to, but I was dating. No, I was, I think, 15. I was dating him for two years, and I was pretty much the only virgin left of my friends. And I did it, and it was like a big regret. Um, mm, yeah, that's a, that. Yeah, that's a, that's that, that's a, that. You know, that's with a lot of women, um, or I think even men. Like I, I think the first time I got, I lost some virginity. I kind of regretted it. I mean, it was not the most romantic thing because I feel like in in our heads, it, our, losing our virginity is supposed to be like romantic, and you know, it's supposed to be like this nice, cool situation that you have with another person. But in 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 all reality, when we lose our virginity, it's just it's 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 almost like a throwaway lay. Not me. No, like, yeah, oh, yours shit. was all romantic. <laughs> it wasn't romantic. I didn't want it to be romantic. It was like, oh, really? <laughs> He's like, I want it dirty. Exactly. <laughs> He's like, my first time having sex is going to be so nasty. <laughs> I wish I knew then what I knew now. Oh, I would have been wild back then. I would have played more back then. You, mm. know, you know, what's 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 really interesting about my whole sex life is that I must have been really boring with men before women. Like, yeah, I wouldn't say I was horrible, but probably average or below average. I didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And and when I met Ginger and we fooled around, I still didn't know what to do. But she taught me a lot. We were together for about six months. And what, what the funny thing about it is her and I were actually dating the same guy. Oh wow! Oh, oh wow! <laughs> Did he know you two were fooling around? Well, I was seeing him, but him and I never had sex. Okay. And he uh. was seeing him, and we didn't know until her and I started speaking, and she's like, "Oh yeah, are you seeing Joe? Because I heard this, that, and that." But he was like one of those kids that told exaggerated stories, which was bullshit, and yeah, to it. You know, it was just childish. It was in your 20s, you do stupid stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, wow. I, I always told women in my 20s, I was like, I have the smallest penis in the world. And then, <laughs> and then, and then, like, they'll like, oh, shut up. Like, let me see. And then, like, they'll be so surprised that it was bigger than expected. I always downplayed myself. You know, I always downplayed myself in the size of my penis. And I say, look, I'm a horrible at oral sex. And then I'll do the best I can just to prove them wrong. You know? <laughs> that's how you, that's how you got to, you know, reverse, rever- you know, reverse psychology almost. So uh, in that lesbian relationship, did you crave men a lot? No, it was just, it wasn't, how would I put it this way? We were together for six months, but I was not only dating the same guy she was. I was just seeing him. We didn't have anything sexual. He, this kid, I was like 27. He was like 20, 19 or something like that. Mm-hmm. We kissed. Nothing sexual ever happened. Mm-hmm. But I was dating a guy who lived in Brooklyn. And she knew about him. He didn't know about her. Ah, gotcha. 
Okay. So at that time I was still seeing men. Ah, okay. So, okay. Okay. A little bit. Um, bit so of a player. yeah, right. I was, what? I love it. I love it. Yeah. The player. Oh, I was such a big player. Uh, so, so at that time then you were bisexual, you were not necessarily oh, full on lesbian. I, I wasn't say bisexual. I was bi curious because gotcha. at that point I still wasn't doing anything. Okay. Ah, so, gotcha. Why did it happen? Is he found out about her. They used to fight all the time. So I broke it off with him. I continued with her. Her and I, I took her on a trip to Costa Rica because I had business there. And so I asked her if she wanted to come with me. She came with me and it, she became obsessed. It became like an obsession. We got back. She had all these pictures of me blown up. She took pictures of me that I didn't even know she was taking of me on the boat. Mm. Um, wow. Your pussy yeah. must be made of titanium. It must be so good. Right. I mean, you yeah. <laughs> made out of platinum, right? It's like it's like di- diamond encrusted on the sides, you know. Um, so she became a little crazy. She started leaving notes on my door, stalking me at night, and I tried to end it with her. I was like, "Look, this is not going to work out. I'm not gay. I don't know what I am. I'm having fun." Yeah. Well, the same guy that cock blocked, okay, that was trying to cock block Joey, mm-hmm. called me one day, and I had I had a single family home with an in ground pool. I, I I purchased that home to get married. And I broke off the engagement and kept the home. It was mm-hmm. my home. Never we never bought it together. I bought that home for parents to get married. So I had this bachelor pad, you know, which an in ground pool. I used to throw parties all the time. So Joey calls me and says, I met this girl. Um, I met this girl and I want her, I want to, I want you to talk me up. So can you throw a party at your house and I'll invite her over? I was like, yeah, as long as you bring the food, because his father owned the diner, you bring the food, the alcohol, and you can use my house. Mm. So I used to teach aerobics at the gym and I came home and everyone was already at my house. I left the and I'm making margaritas in the kitchen. My doorbell rings. I had asked him to bring me a cup of coffee from the diner. I opened the door, and there's this girl standing there that looked literally like my twin. Damn. And oh, wow. Yeah, it was like instant attraction. And right there and then, I knew I was a real bisexual. Gotcha. Uh, and then, uh, like, uh, one or two more questions before we end the interview. Um, at what point, when you're in your relationship, you're, you – started craving men more and then uh well this girl that i just told you about that i met that came to my party that joey brought her over i dated her for seven years Mm -hmm. and i would say after the fourth year i was craving men and asking her to bring a man into the relationship and Ah. what was it of men that you were craving the penis yeah so do you think um I was always uh, so uh, enamored. Do lesbians like if you're like a, like even butch lesbians or wh- whatever? What have I, I don't I don't know what the actual term is. Um, I thought being a lesbian, you don't want penis in that area. No, oh, that is not true. That is so, not true. No, I would go to sex shops in New York. We used to go once a month. I used to go to New York, rent a hotel room. We used to go to like gay bars and afterwards get drunk, go to a sex shop. 
you have to see so many lesbians and butch lesbians. A lot of butch lesbians actually put a dildo mm -hmm. in their pants. Oh, really? Crap. Mm -hmm. Yes, I have friends. I had a friend. Uh, she was transitioning, and she wore a strap on every day. She uh, FTM. Yes. Okay. And if FTM is female to male. Yes. No, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. And wow. Then I have my best friend is male to female, and he tucks it. So everyone's different. Some people like toys. Some people don't like toys. Mm -hmm. uh, there are some lesbians who refuse toys inside, mm -hmm. but use them on other females. Mm -hmm. And they'll, they'll be like, mostly of the butch lesbians mm -hmm. will use it on themselves, but they'll put the strap on and use it on the female. Like, ah, gotcha. Yeah, I was considered a lipstick lesbian relationship. Lipstick lesbians are two females that are very feminine. Oh, yeah, those are my favorite kind. Yeah, Pretty that's ones. what yeah. it looked like. We were total makeup, the high heels. We looked like sisters, pretty much. Yeah, that's hot. Both those lipstick lesbians, they're most of the ones I think more, from my experience, are the ones that like the toys. Now, the first girl I was with, the girl Ginger, she wasn't into toys. Mm -hmm. You know? So, gotcha. She was more, she was, was she more into like the foreplay stuff? Like the more the... Oh, okay. A um, lot of touch. A lot of touching. The and girl, licking. yeah, more orally licking. Um, but with my ex, the one I told you that came over to my party, she was pretty much a virgin to woman. I was the first. She was. I was her first woman, so she mm -hmm. knew nothing about it. I'm the one who pretty much introduced her to the toy scene. We used to go to New York, buy a whole bunch of toys, like wild stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah, like double-headed dildos. I had one that was like a, it was like a unicorn. It strapped across your head and had a dildo attached to it. Um, just anything you could think of. <laughs> so, so wait a minute. So, okay. I purchased, the book. I even purchased a book on lesbian sex because I didn't know what positions to use. You know, it gets boring. You know, mm, you can yeah. there so many times. Yeah, you got to spice it up. So wait a minute. So so Joey invited the chick over for you to talk him up to her, right? Yes. And you and took, you stole his girl. Pretty much, but it wasn't that way. I stole her. I was really in great shape at that time. And I'm in the kitchen making margaritas. And she's staring at me. And from my kitchen window, I'm looking out. I could see out, but it becomes a mirror. So she's walking through my kitchen window and I'm watching her and she's checking me out. And I'm like, this is kind of strange. And then she's like, oh, you have the nicest arms. Can I touch your arms? I'm like, yeah, sure. Oh, your butt is so tight. Can I touch your butt? I'm like, yeah, sure. Mm. She's so, not even thinking. So I was like, okay, this is a little strange. Hmm. So it's like karma. He cock, he tried to cock block you and then you just cock blocked him. Mm. Yeah. Y'all just cock blocking oh. each other, huh? <laughs> uh, well, uh, Sasha, we appreciate you coming on the show today um, and, and giving us your stories. Hopefully, you will come back and share more of your stories with us. Is that is that possible? Of course. Awesome, awesome. Um, we are uh, Sexy Deviant Uncensored, and we will be right back. It's Sexy Deviant Uncensored. 
follow us on all social media, Sexy Deviant Uncensored. Things not taken out of context. I lost friends because they had nasty feet. So during the gangbang, is there ever a moment to where, let's say one guy is hitting it, you move to the next, and you're like, oh shit, let's go back, swipe back left. If the gangbang's rocking, don't come knocking with the cops. That's what they say. Or maybe she has a foot fetish. Maybe she likes men with ugly feet. Things not taken out of context. to Sexy Deviant Uncensored. We are your hosts. I am Mr. X, and we have JR in the studio. Sexy Deviant Uncensored is a sex-positive show promoting sexuality from all walks of life, making people comfortable with who they are, and to express their sexual liberties. And in Cyber World, we have a fellow deviant who needs a little bit of advice. Mm. He is disabled. And he's been having a difficult time finding casual swing. He writes, I have very limited movements and complex care needs. And sometimes I feel that it puts women off. I'm told that I'm a very good lover and I have very selfless in bed. I fuck with passion. But it's really frustrating when you have a high sex drive and no regular outlet for it. Paying for sex is something I've done, but often I just want fling. Any advice on how to break societal stigma and get my fuck up? All right. So, uh, so uh, again, his uh, disability is what again? He is in a wheelchair. He suffers from cerebral palsy. Ah, okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. And I think cerebral palsy—that's kind of when your joints and everything like that—they they turn into rocks almost, right? Exactly. He is confined to a wheelchair. His mobility mm-hmm. is not that great. And I think a lot of people with this condition they have the 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 breath tube, the breathing mm-hmm. tube or whatnot to help yeah. different movements with their chair. So he could talk though. He could verbally talk and be like, "Hey, look, this is what I want. This is what I need." Or or, or is is with cerebral palsy is your speech taken away too? No, no. You, they can talk. Some of them can talk. There's different levels of it. Their conditions, mm-hmm. but a lot of them can talk, and they're they're very they know what's going on around them. Gotcha. I think in my head, um, for for me at least. I think the easiest route for him to go to in terms of trying to find a steady sex partner, I think just go online, go, go to FetLife, go to, uh, I mean, go to these various dating sites that, that, that are more acceptable not really like, yeah. And like I said, like maybe somebody that has interest in someone who is in a wheelchair that is willing to be sexual with them you know because i feel like with me I've, I've i've seen some really hot women i really like like seriously hot women in wheelchairs um but the thing is though, like in my head i'm like i don't know if i could get with and, I, and it may be wrong on my part mm-hmm. but it, I, I feel like it doesn't sit well with me knowing that a woman is wheelchair bound and then like you know i feel like i'm almost taking advantage of her so that's just me on my on my end but even if she's consenting like if she wants to fool around you you still wouldn't uh, maybe I think I, I, yeah I mean if she wanted to fool around yeah but I feel like it's also a lot of work like picking her up from the bed and like you know what I mean so it's like and and, and honestly if she has no movement in her legs is she really feeling anything down there in, in the first place probably so if she wants it yeah true yeah yeah true 
So I think what it is, though, for him, it's going to be a stigma. It's a stigma of being sexual with somebody that's in a wheelchair, you know? I agree. So, you know, my advice to him, like you had mentioned, I think he should join FetLife, some of the sites that are more open to people with disabilities. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say look for somebody who has a fetish for people yeah. who are disabled, but to, you know, join no, a community I, I, where people are more I, open. I, I, I would say find a fetish, find somebody that has that wheelchair fetish and they'll be all about you. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, they're going nowhere because they're, you know what I mean? They're all, they're, they're all about you. <laughs> I guess that's a way to look at it. Yeah. That's just me though. <laughs> yeah. But good luck to you finding someone, our fellow deviant. Um, we hope that you find somebody who will help you get off and you'll, so you won't have to stop paying for, for booty. Mm -mm. we'll be right back it's sexy deviant uncensored it's the end of the weekend but I still wanna turn up Yeah, I still wanna turn up All I want is to go again But you ain't picking your phone up Why you messing my head up? Any night, any day Let me take you away All I need is just saying yeah, 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 yeah Better nights, better days When you're here with me, babe Cause you're all that I crave So I wanna Hide away from me when I need you most. We got love guaranteed, and I have to know. Say, don't be so hard to reach. Just pick up your phone. Tell me where you'll be, cause I gotta know. Let me know when you're ready. Cause I made reservations Too many invitations And the last night was heavy. heavy I need communication Tell me where's your location Used to talk 24-7 Every other second Just to make sure we were up to date Now it's closer to 11 And I ain't hearing nothing I just need to know that you're okay
to reach Just pick up your phone Tell me where you'll be Cause I gotta know And we are back We are Sexy Deviant Uncensored We are your host JR And with me The Deviant Whisperer Mr. X uh, Remember to follow us on all social media SXYDVT Sexy Deviant And if you have any uh, ideas Or you want to share some, share some personal stories with us Show at SXYDVT.com uh, so Mr. X is going to round out uh, this show with his sex tips of the week. And he also has a sexy song of the week as well. But we'll start it off with the sex tips of the week. Well, this week we're going to talk about lubes. Lubes are a very important aspect of any type of situation where there is solo play or with multiple people. Mm-hmm. You know, there are different types of lubes and you should use the each lube based on you know the application or what you're doing the first one we're going to mm-hmm. talk about are, are water-based lubes do you know what a water-based lube is uh in, in my recollection of uh the lubage uh i want to say its foundation is based out of water that is true water-based lube is safe for use on latex condoms and it can be cleaned up very easily it doesn't mm. stain fabrics like the other lubes they're great for people with sensitive skin and they're great with sex toys. Mm, if you plan gotcha. on doing anything in water, like having any type of water sex, like in a hot tub and shower or whatnot, they are not recommended. Ah, okay. So you can't use water with water, basically. Mm-hmm. Yes. And water-based lubes do not include glycerin. So you have to be very careful when reading the labels because there are lubes out there who claim are water-based, but they also have glycerin in them, which makes them not water-based. Mm, gotcha. So what is a glycerin? It's an oil. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. It's oil, which leads us to the next type of lube, silicone-based. Are you familiar with silicone-based lubes? I feel like the uh, structure of that is going to be more silicone Yeah, more oil-based. Silicone lubes are the best, in, in my opinion. I, I it, enjoy silicone-based. Is, is it the one, like, see, this is the thing. All right, is that the one that's kind of sticky in the end? Like, sometimes, like, if, if you use it up for a long time, it just starts getting sticky? No, that is water-based. Water-based oh. lubes are very tacky. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, and, then, mm-hmm. and then and then uh, the, the lube that you're talking about now, um, it's, it's silicone, it's going to be not as sticky in the end when you're it, using it after some time? It is not. Silicone lubricants are extremely long-lasting and they're safe to use with latex condoms. They hold up very well underwater, but the downfall, that shit will stain your sheets and your clothes. Mm. Like no tide is gonna get that, that stain out on. Huh? A lot of tide, maybe, but you know, you're gonna have to really put some some shout or whatever yeah. right after the fact. <laughs> yeah, what is it like, what does what like some couples do? Like whenever like uh, they, they put a towel down Sometimes, so whenever you're using these loops, put a towel down, right? Exactly. Like a, like, like a towel you don't like or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that sex towel. Yeah. That, yeah. Know, that is recommended when using um, silicone-based loops. Put a towel mm. down, use some sheets that you don't care if they get messed over because mm. they do stain. Silicone-based loops do stain, and it's it's sort of an a inter- interesting mark when somebody's looking at your sheets and they say, what is that? How do you respond? Uh, I respond that um, I used to pee the bed. <laughs> 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 that's, 
<laughs> well, then uh, one note is to avoid using using silicone lubes with silicone sex toys. So, well, oh, so you can't do silicone with silicone? That's stupid. Yeah, because it'll deteriorate. Ah, okay. Like, you don't want to have a melting dildo. Exactly. Like, you put a silicone, and it's like, you're going to use it, but it just starts to melt right then and there. <laughs> it starts to use its, it lose its, its finish. You know, some, toys, <laughs> some sex toys have, like, a finish on them. Yeah, yeah. They give it that texture, but, yeah, you want to watch it. Ah, okay, okay, cool, 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 okay. And the final, which I think a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of people, particular guys, when mm -hmm. they first started jerking off in their mm -hmm. adolescence, typically used oil-based lubes. Do you know what oil-based lube is? Uh, so I want to say that, like, oil-based is kind of like your typical, like, baby oil. But, like, you don't use baby oil as lube, but, you know, you get what I'm saying. Well, you can yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah, yeah. I guess you can, or um, or like um, like a lotion kind of kind of lube, like almost like almost like like a thicker. That is correct. Oil-based mm -hmm. lubes are lotion-like and petroleum jellies, which last much longer, um, than water-based, and they hold up well in the shower. Wait, petroleum jelly, Vaseline. You could use Vaseline as a as a as a lube. Yeah, I, I would recommend it for anal, not not for vaginal. Ah, uh, okay, gotcha. Okay, you all right. Could, you could mess up the pH in a woman using Vaseline and her pussy. Ah, uh, but not in her butthole. Exactly. So, so you're not gonna you're gonna ruin the pH, but not the BH. <laughs> that is correct. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> that is correct. So always be mindful when selecting your lube based on whatever you're doing, whether you're massaging, you're licking, mm. you're having anal or vaginal sex. So, uh, so a lot of these lubes, can they also be for, for like massaging or is it just mainly just for, for intercourse? Well, no, actually oil-based lubes are more for massage. Yeah. You know, because yeah, it lasts thing. longer, it's thicker, it, it's, it's better on the skin. So it can act as a moisturizer as well. Mm -hmm. so, That's know. my thing. I'm like, I'm all about a massage before, you know what I mean? Like getting it on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so that, I would recommend oil-based lubricants for a massage. Yeah. Yeah. And most and some lubes are edible, so you have to be very careful when you select a, a, a edible lube because yeah, you know it could actually that could mess up the woman's pH as well. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. You don't want to like um, you don't want to have like a lube that you really genuinely like to eat, and then like you start putting it on your food, like it's like yeah, a sauce. yeah, and it, it could hurt too during anal sex because some lubes will can burn. Really? So why are these lubes even legal if it burns? You know, that's like that what it takes the fun out of it. Well, it just all depends on how you're using it. You know, like certain, you're not supposed to use certain lubes in different applications. Oh, I remember one time when I was in college, I cut, I was like cooking whatever, and then I cut jalapenos, and then I forgot to wash my hands, and I masturbated before class, <laughs> and my penis was burning. I was like, "What the hell is going on?" And like, and that and that kind of hurt. So I could only imagine if you use like those, what is it, the oil-based lubes that would burn or that would like leave like a weird residue afterwards. I, I imagine like that's how it would feel. Oh, yeah. Just like some of the motion lotions, you're not supposed to use those for penetration sex either. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, that, that could burn. Just like Icy Hot. It's a, it's a lubricant. It's a, it will fall into oil base, but no, don't use it. Don't, who uses Icy Hot to like, no. No, it's, I, 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 well, I think he did it by accident. It was a friend. Uh, and, yeah. you know, he was jerking off and the closest thing he found was Icy Hot and he wasn't yeah. paying attention and he was yelling. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof. Yelling for help. The 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 pain. I I, I can feel this pain right now. <laughs>
I'm sure he still remembers that moment. Yeah, right. It's still burning now. That are that are that is our sex tips of the week. Make sure you find the perfect lube for the perfect situation. It's sexy, deviant, uncensored. Follow us on all social media, Sexy Deviant Uncensored. And we're back. You're listening to Sexy Deviant Uncensored. We are your hosts. I am the Deviant Whisper, Mr. X, and we have JR in the studio. Now, as we bring the show to a close, JR, is there any, you know, earlier in the show, we talked about drugs and how drugs made people more kinkier mm-hmm. and more open to talk about their sexuality and things that they've done. Mm-hmm. What about alcohol? Is, is there a, a, a alcohol that gets you in the mood, like a certain drink to where once you have it, you are, you turn into a little hoe? Uh, you know what? Uh, all right. So I, I'm going to be so straight up. If you want me to be a little hoe, don't give me beer. That's one thing. I feel like beer makes me like not as like unfreaky, you know, it makes me nasty. It makes me bloated. It makes me gross. But if you do want me to be a freak, I would say a combination of tequila and Jameson. Okay, so a little whiskey and tequila. Yeah, a little whiskey and tequila. But like you know, but, it, but there's always a little fine line, right? There's always a fine line of taking too much. So, I feel like if I'm three shots in and probably like a margarita or a drink in, uh, I, I, that's like that nice balance where it's like the freak comes out a little bit. Uh, but over, anything over that, then you're just gonna get like a, a a ball of mess with me. Okay, for me it's more you know I, I love my whiskey and then cognac and then red wine. Mm. So to get me to do some some freaky shit to yeah. have your way with me, three of those at, in any combination, oh man, my mm-hmm. draws are are gonna be. <laughs> I feel around. yeah. I, I I feel like when, when somebody drinks wine and they're like you know then they, they want to get I, I I feel like that's a quintessential recipe for like like a a freak, but it's like a more of like a like a stuck up freak. You know what I mean? Like like they try to play hard to get a little bit. Mm-hmm. That is true. That is true. So, which leads us into the sexy song of the week. It is by Det Dejlov off mm. her t- 2015 release, You and Me and Hennessy. Yeah. Can we stay home tonight? Stay home tonight. Try something new tonight. This drink got me feeling right. I'm about to lose my mind. You mean Hennessy, look what you did to me Fucking so crazy, you twirling and spinning me My head keep on spinning My legs keep on shaking, but my head keep on spinning I'm out of my mind, let's keep on sipping Let's make some babies and make it official I feel you inside, no better feeling I throw it back and you catch my drift and you shift in this Oh, she's naughty You got me screaming you got me yelling out your name, who I need you. You kiss on my thighs, and then you read it. Pause for a minute, then I let you beat it. I'm loving this ride. Smooth like a beam. Smooth like the hand. Mm. What happens when we drink? Is Henny, uh, Hennessy, does that make you freaky? It is, it's cognac. Ah. I don't like the taste, but I do it for the culture. <laughs> well, you know, Hennessy gives me a headache, but I, I prefer Remy. Ah, Remy, Remy's nice, yeah. Mm-hmm. A little of that, I, I, I am a hoe. <laughs> I don't care. 
<laughs> what you gonna think about me afterward? It's like, yo, let's get that shit in. <laughs> and it's just me and you. Oh, is that Wayne? Oh, Wayne. Is. Wayne, that little freak. He looks like he eats Yeah, yeah, he eats it from the back, you know? Them teeth may give you a yeast infection afterwards. <laughs> That's just a waste of alcohol, though, Wayne. Yeah, right? Everybody's just fucking everybody, huh? At this point. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. So I wonder if it was the money or the henna. Yeah, right? His wife is actually cute, too. She's really pretty. Yeah, she is. Sexy Deviant Uncensored. See you next week. Bye. It's Sexy Deviant Uncensored. Follow us on all social media, Sexy Deviant Uncensored.